Hi, everybody. My name is John, and this is Instinctual, a podcast on spirituality and probably a few other things. Today, we're going to talk about taking things personally and how it personally affects every one of us. In today's society, it seems like everything you do is a representation of who you are. And why wouldn't it be? Except this quickly seems to become a prison more than a paradise. Because you're constantly on the hook, constantly responsible, constantly being judged. There's no freedom, no room to breathe. Predominantly because even if you do it all right, I mean, one, who is there to recognize that? And two, can anyone actually do it all right? We know that whether you're making money and super famous on the cover of magazines and books, chances are you're not happy. And we also know that if you're on the other end of the spectrum, you're starving, stressed about bills, maybe not even able to feed you or your family. So if nobody's winning, what are we all missing? The answer is that we're all perfect. The answer is that you're not the sum of your actions or your words. You're actually free from both of those things. Think about how ridiculous it is, the idea that we define a person solely on what they say or what they do, especially when you consider how much a person will evolve over the course of their lifetime. And yes, as you get older, the dye or the clay starts to, you know, it's been cast, it starts to solidify. So at a certain point, changes may be coming less. At the same time, though, when you get older, and in this day and age, you're getting hit with mind-altering circumstances. Things like health problems, cancer, loss on the scale of losing friends or loved ones. That will change you, too. So, I guess what I'm saying is, don't take it personally, whatever it is. For me, it's rejection. I put myself out there in two ways, or at least these are the two most noticeable ways to me. The first is romantically. Uh, I date a lot, um, and I get rejected a fair amount. But in this day and age, I also have to realize that I reject an enormous amount, predominantly because I'm in dating apps, which the very nature of throwing magazines and magazines of women, binders of women, and I'm swiping left or basically saying no to what seems like 99% of them. Not because they're ugly or unattractive or seemingly unintelligent or any of these negative things that would come to mind to most people on why I'm saying no, but simply because it doesn't feel right. Sometimes, actually, my bigger problem is saying yes to girls that my instinct says no to because my ego desires them. Oh, they're really hot. Oh, they're really intelligent sounding. And yet, I feel that it's wrong, and I still do it, predominantly because I'm afraid of missing out. But we'll save the whole FOMO thing for another episode. The key is to not take it personally, and I said this before. When you boil things down, say like getting rejected on a date, all it says is that you guys are not a match. The moment you start hinging your value outside of yourself is the moment you will lose, the moment you will suffer, and it will become very personal. It's ironic because define the word personal here. Let me Google this. Personal, an adjective 
of affecting or belonging to a particular person rather than to anyone else. And yet, how much of your personality is based off of or manipulated by or influenced maybe is a better word off of other people off of your perceptions of their actions off of what you want in other words your value your validity as a person is dependent upon how people are going to treat you or even maybe how you treat other people and by that i mean okay you go oh i'm treating other people nice so i must be a nice person but what about that little voice inside your head that says, hey, don't, pe- don't, don't treat people nice. Don't treat people nice. I'm not saying that it says treat them mean, but how many times have you said hello to someone that you didn't really want to? And I don't mean, you know, ooh, grumpy. I mean, you genuinely just weren't up for it. You're not a bad person. You were just a little tired or you weren't in the mood to say hello. And instead of honoring that, voice inside yourself, that part of you that just wanted to move on with your day, you violated yourself and said hello. Why? Because you want to be known as something. Your personality depends on how people see you. And yet, as I just said a second ago with the definition of the word personal, of affecting or belonging to a particular person rather than to anyone else, your personality needs to belong, affect, and be of yourself no one else's i mean to say live on an island it's natural that as you see things you'll go i like that i want to make that a part of me but you're going to say i like that i want to make that a part of me rather than going i like that i'm going to imitate that and then i'm going to wait to see if people acknowledge that i'm doing it properly One thing I didn't mention at the start of this podcast, radio show, whatever it is, or turns out to be, is I want you to take whatever you hear from it and uh, that you like and leave everything else that you don't. Treat it like a buffet. I want you to appreciate that maybe you'll hear things that you really like and you might hear some things that you really don't. And it doesn't make the stuff that you like any less valuable because some of that stuff comes with things that you don't like. Um, If you look at heroes in history, Gandhi, uh, Nelson Mandela, Martin Luther King Jr., all of them incredibly respected, and yet my generation, the millennials, and probably, you know what, forget that, just people sometimes, want to look at things that these great people did and say, hey, some of them were adulterers, some of them were rude or mean, as if it cancels out everything else they did. Your actions do not necessarily define you. They just show me what you're doing in that moment. Part of the reason why we want to define people by their actions or their words and get a consistent message or a label is because it makes things easier to control. Think about how small you are. I said small. I didn't say insignificant, but I will say small in the scope of your town, maybe, or your city. I live in Chicago. I am one of a million, well, a little over a million people here. Then we expand to the United States, one of, I think, 300 million. And then the world, one of six or seven billion by now. That's pretty small. And that's just on planet Earth. Now, I won't get too hippie in this first episode, but I'm a firm believer that there is life 
beyond this planet. The galaxy is just too big, and to quote the Jodie Foster film, Contact does seem like an awful lot of wasted space if there wasn't anything else out there. That's not a direct quote. So when you take it to the span of our solar system, and then our quadrant of the galaxy, and then our entire galaxy, and then one of the galaxies of the million of galaxies in the known and observable universe, which using the word observable implies that there's much more out there. All right, I'm, I'm hammering this home, but I think you get the point. You're pretty small. And on some level, I think people realize that. And so it's like, wow, what am I going to do? I need to control things. The easiest way that we've been taught to control is to, with the mind, understand and grasp, label. In some way, we do this to, to make it instinct, and yet it never truly does become instinct because our mind always kicks in versus true instinct, or you know, if you want to call it the force, if you're a Star Wars fan, that is where the real control lies. It isn't actually control per se. It's more of a command. It's a trust in the self that you can handle anything and everything. Not many people have that, though. Not many people are maybe even aware of it. And so they rely on their mind rather than their heart to control. And that includes labeling, putting people in boxes, looking at someone and their actions, listening to their words very briefly and going, ah, I know 80% of what they are based on that action. And that makes me comfortable because now I can put them in a box and assign them rather than putting the time in or waiting or even just not knowing what might happen if I interact with them. And so many people are doing this. And we're all aware, consciously and subconsciously, even those who aren't aware consciously can feel it subconsciously, that it creates this stress. I need to be a certain way in order to be included. And we are social creatures, make no mistake about it. Barring a few exceptions, all of us on a deep subconscious level feel that connectivity, which is why we enjoy being social, engaging in others, interacting. So take the pressure off. Take a breath, exhale, respect that whoever you are, whatever you do, you are you doing that in that moment. If you're going to define yourself, do so with unconditional love. Respect that you're living your life, you're learning, everything's an experience. And don't take things personally, because it hardly ever is personal. If somebody sees something in you that really disturbs them. Actually, let's nix that. If you see something in someone else that disturbs you, you have a strong emotional reaction, chances are it's a projection. It's something that you don't like within yourself that you're seeing in this person. But rather than judge yourself, which doesn't feel very good, you judge someone else. You come down harshly on them. But I promise you, if you've ever been treated poorly, as poorly as this person has treated you, they treat themselves at least doubly so because at the end of the day they go to sleep with themselves just like we all do even if you're sleeping next to a loved one sharing a bed with a friend when you close your eyes and drift off to sleep it's just you 
I think that's one of my um, measures of enlightenment is how well a person sleeps, which probably isn't great. But I got to imagine that um, our president and other certain figures don't sleep very well at night. It's hard to get rest when you aren't at peace. Anyway, I'm trying to keep these things short, so that'll be it for today. I hope you enjoyed this. Feel free to stay tuned for the next episode. At one point, I want to open up an email and start questions, but this is very loose, and I'm going to learn as I go along. I'm going to try and keep the editing to a minimum um, and, and keep it very organic. So thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you next time. And remember that you are unconditionally loved. So unconditionally love yourself.